Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Dinks podcast. Um, Really quick, uh, just want to let everybody know that we now have a Twitter account uh, and a Instagram account that's just for the podcast. Both are at Dinks Podcast, so that's D-I-N-K-S. For those who don't know, uh, Dinks were, you know, short form for dual income, no kids, kind of our our situation at the moment. And um, so, yeah, so check us out on those. Um, You know, we'd love to interact with people and follow us and we'll let you know. Eventually, we'd like to be posting live. In fact, today, since we do have the Instagram account, we just, you know, we enabled uh kind of the live feed but there's nobody in it which is kind of sad <laughs> it's just but the two of us right now someone's got to follow you before they know you're live so yeah anyways so we'll get there one day we're just gonna let it run if somebody happens to join because we do get a few people liked some of our posts and stuff then um you know we'll uh if it's appropriate we'll uh we'll have some discussions with them but that being said today's podcast is going to be uh about travel and traveling um so uh, we're kind of going to wing this one. It's going to be, you know, kind of everything that we've experienced with travel and traveling tips and tricks and places we've been, places we want to go, what places, we yeah, places that we've we've been and haven't liked as much necessarily. Um, so kind of all that stuff. That's that's really the idea of today's today's podcast. We'll try to keep it. Uh, semi-short so um the goal is to keep it under half an hour and hopefully even shorter than that but um but yeah that's it so i guess we can get started because um the reason we came up with the topic or decided that this would be an interesting topic is because it's something we like to do it's something we enjoy right we look forward to traveling we try to we make it a priority to at least once a year if not twice a year travel Sometimes it's somewhere new, sometimes it's somewhere we've already been before, but it's something that we enjoy and it's important to us. So, In fact, almost every year we, you know, we do this kind of goofy thing where at the beginning of the year we write down goals for, for the year. And it's like, you know, they can be really stupid little silly things like I want to buy this. Or they could be kind of really ambitious things like, you know, I want to make this much money or something stupid like that. Um, but quite often what's in there is, you know, we want to visit one new place or two new places or go back to this place or something to that effect. So it's something we've always kind of made time for and we, we like doing. And quite honestly, I think most people like traveling, right? I think so. Do you know anybody who doesn't like to travel? Um, I, I think I know one or two people who don't mind not traveling. It's not that they don't like it, but they actually don't mind staying at home. And so... I, we like to, to see new places, try new things. You know, when you travel somewhere new, there's the culture, there's the food, there's there's just so much, right? And let's get one thing out of the way, though. Let's be let's be honest, right? The actual traveling part. The traveling part, part, yeah. That sucks. I don't like. I don't particularly like the flights yeah. or you airports. Know, yeah. TSA. Yes. You know all that stuff. That's, yeah, that's not the fun part of it. Hurry up and wait everywhere. I like once we get to where we're going. Yeah. Yeah. I like the lead up, like once we've decided we're going somewhere, I like the lead up and we're excited and planning and, um, but the actual. Something to look forward to. Yeah. The counting down, but the actual day of travel is just like, oh, can we just like fast forward and get to where we're going? But you know, if you don't go through the travel, you're not going to get there. there. 
but yeah, so. it's. I would definitely wish there were there were ways to make it a little, little faster. easier, faster, <laughs> easier, less painful, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But uh, it is what it is, right? I guess it's first world problems. Exactly. So yeah, so I guess we've been traveling together pretty much since we were dating or in our early days, right? Yeah. Do you remember our first trip? Yep, I remember our first <laughs> trip. It was to Cuba. No, it was to Niagara Falls. Oh, I, okay, I guess I that was the first time that we went. That doesn't count, I guess. I thought it counted. First time we went, so we were dating maybe for a year, I'm not sure. We saved up. We were students at the time. We didn't have any money. Yeah, that's right. So we saved up. We were saving up for months. So I think we had like $250. Okay, keep in mind, anyone who's listening to this, keep in mind, we live about an hour away, an hour's drive away from Niagara Falls. Yeah. So that's so why I didn't count it. I <laughs> counted it because it was the first time we stayed, like went, away together we stayed in a hotel we stayed at this cheesy motel <laughs> like um, it was like it was on kind of the main strip i guess i don't remember the it was name. at the end of the strip of Lindsay's lane or whatever Lundy's, lane. Lundy's lane, lane which is kind of the main area on the canadian side of uh, niagara falls um but it was a some cheesy motel i remember like i remember reading and thinking like oh wow they got a pool yeah you called and they had a swimming pool. Yeah. But when we got there, they were filling the swimming pool with a garden hose. Yeah. And it took like the entire time that we were there to fill the pool. It didn't even get full. No. I have pictures of us in it to up. It's like up to my knees. It's like, yeah, it's not yeah. even like half full. Yeah. And the, of course, the water was freezing and the place was a bit of a dump now thinking back. But at I the know, time, but I, we were young and, you know, we didn't have much money. We standards were standards were low. <laughs> we were so excited to just go away together. Right. Standards so, were low at the time. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't, and I remember we used to have to walk because parking, of course, you know, we're on a budget. Right. So yeah. it was like parking. We had the car parked. If we were going to take the car down, like closer to the, the falls, you'd have to pay for parking. So we would walk it and it was a stretch. Yeah, it was pretty far. Yeah, so we, I don't consider that the first time we went away, I guess. But I do. So that's the first time. So the second time. Yeah, the second time was Cuba. So for yeah. those of you who don't know who maybe might be listening from the United States, as Canadians, we get to go to Cuba fairly easily without issue and do quite often uh, for vacation. So, um, yeah, I mean, we went to a three-and-a-half-star hotel. We were still students at the time. We were students, I remember. I'll never... The funny part about that story was, so we both worked at this grocery store, and that's how we met. Um, we both worked at a grocery store. Janice was a cashier, and I worked kind of in the produce department. So um, we knew we were going to Cuba, and we're totally on a budget here, right? I think I think the tickets were like $1,200 each. They were 1200 yeah, I remember. And I think Janice just had enough money I just, to pay like, for that. I just, like, that was me scraping. Yeah. <laughs> I was already working because I'm a year older, so I was out of school. So I had a little bit more money. Well, but that's true, yeah. Barely. So, and then I remember us thinking, because at the time in Cuba, they oh, still accepted yeah. American dollars. I forgot. Yeah. They still accepted American dollars. So, of course, it was, it was you know, it happened a lot at the store where people would come in with U.S. money. Um, and not necessarily bills most of the time, but most of the time it was change. It was change, yeah. We'd see a lot of U.S. quarters. So, you know, in our infinite wisdom, it was like, <laughs> hey, Janice, you know, you're working the cash. And at the time, I think she was working in the office. She counted the money as well. So anytime she saw a U.S. quarter, she would swap it for a Canadian quarter. Yeah, I would basically buy the, the U.S. coins at face value. Right. 
And because back then there was a big difference. The U.S. dollar was worth a lot more than the Canadian dollar. Yeah. Uh, I think it was like 60 cents or something. Um, like. Like 60. No. Excuse me. How did that it work? was like a dollar 40 to buy. To buy one U.S. One dollar. U.S. dollar. Yeah. So big difference. So we thought, you know, here, here's a great idea. Um, I don't even know how much we accumulated, we but I know it was lot. a lot. Yeah. I know it was a lot. It was bags and bags. It was a lot of quarters. Quarters. So here's the hilarious part. So we get to um, we get to Cuba, and they do this uh, like orientation day, like most places do. Quite honestly, nowadays we skip it because it's just you know nonsense. We yeah, we don't find it useful. But we thought first day, yeah, sure, let's you know this is all new to us. Let's sit down and listen to what they got to say. And they tell us that they just banned the use of U.S. change. They're still accepting U.S. currency, but In they bill, no yeah. longer accept no coins. coins. And we're like, and we're what? Like, oh my god! <laughs> That's like all the money we have. <laughs> well, it wasn't all the money we had, but, but a, a it was a good it. portion of it. Luckily, people were still taking it because it's money, and I guess it's Cuba, and you know. So uh, we did get a lot of no, no. You know, they didn't. Folks wouldn't want to take it when we were trying to buy souvenirs and stuff. But yeah. uh, we did get rid of it. We probably just didn't, it didn't stretch as long as, you know, as far as it might have maybe a couple months before. So that was just funny because we saved up all this, you know, with all this work. Yeah, it was like months of of collecting coins and I even rolled, I think I even rolled them up. Like Mm -hmm. I got wrappers and I rolled them up and everything. So, yeah. Yeah. I remember being heavy too. (laughs) Yeah. And I think think when we were, our bags went through the x-ray machine, they were like, what is all this? I don't remember that part. It's yeah. possible, but so yeah. So that was our first, I guess. I think of a vacation where we both yeah. got on a plane and went somewhere. Um, it was okay. I think we had a good t- like. Honestly, I think if we went back there today, we'd probably think the place was a dump. <laughs> but at the time, I enjoyed it. But at the time, we liked you it. Know. I think it's part of the whole thing. Your standards just change. But um, it was a nice place. It was in Veradero which was fairly new to us at the time. We've been back to Veradero since a couple of years ago. Yeah. And now it's much more, there's a lot more hotels. It's much more yeah. populated. It's, it's a lot more crowded. Yeah. There's, it's not the same. And that's only in a, what was that, a 10-year span? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it was close to the airport, whatever. And uh, we had a good time. Um, what could you ask for? The beach was kind of crappy because we were on like this re- weird kind of river slash bay river area. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't that typical, you know, Caribbean water. But um, like I said, at the time we thought it was great. Today yeah. we'd probably think it was a dump. But but at the time we were happy. So yeah, that's... exactly. That's all that matters. But now I think I, when I think when I think back about it, I'm just like, oh, we were so young. Look at us and our first trip and. No, and it just goes to show you, like, we were basically broke. Not broke, but we were saving at the time for, you know, buying a house and all that other stuff. And we still made it happen, so, you know, with minimal funds. Yeah. So it was, uh, you know, that's why travel is important to us. We we like doing it. We like to make time for it. Um, kind of our, 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 our routine right now is we go pretty much every year we go to Portugal. Yeah. Um, the reason for that is I, we're both, we both have, so we're both born in, in Toronto, Canada, but, uh, our families are from, are from Portugal. So we're first generation Canadians. Um, and my mom actually happens to live in Portugal. She's retired there. So, um, to me, it's kind of like home away from home. 
So we go there typically near the end of summer for a couple weeks. And, um, and then what we try to do at least once is in what, you know, the middle of the Canadian winter. Yeah. End of winter, beginning of spring is usually when we'll try to do a down South trip. So for example, we're going to Mexico in a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. So we need a break from the uh, cold weather. Right. So, so that's kind of what we do. We, we try if we can, you know, do two trips a year, one week down south somewhere mm -hmm. and um, two weeks in Portugal. And then while we're there, we usually try to take advantage of being overseas and, you know, see if there's somewhere else that we can travel to because traveling within Europe is actually yeah. very affordable compared to traveling, I find, within Canada. Um, That's like tip number one is yeah. if you're going to Europe, it's, you know, to travel with within Europe, especially flying within Europe, um, it's so much cheaper yeah. than say, you know, anywhere here in North America, uh, in the same distance. Now, you know, there's some interesting airlines with interesting experiences that we can get into, but, um, you know, for an example, we flew one year, we, we actually one time at one point in our lives, I guess this was several years ago now, we actually took three months off from work. Um, it was like a leave of absence. And um, we were in Portugal and we wanted to go to Paris. So started looking around for flights and we found a flight um, that was basically from Portugal to Paris and back. So it was a return flight uh, for the two of us. I believe it was 150 Canadian It was 150 dollars. Canadian for both of us, like taxes, everything, all in. Which today is like, you know, a little over 100 US dollars. Right. Yeah, that's so, true. And that was with Ryanair, which, you know... The best description I have for it is like a bus with wings because it was interesting. I've never seen. I had never been on a flight. I think now it's it's a little bit. It might more be better. Common. Yeah, it's probably, and maybe it's a little bit better it's now. Probably but better now. It was pretty much you know you had to pay for extra. So if you wanted to pick your seat, if you wanted to take a bag, so we had like minimal stuff with us. Um, we didn't realize that it was just going to be kind of line up and they, then they let people in and you got to kind of scramble for a seat. So people are lined up to get on the plane like hours before the gate even opens because they want to sit with each other. Yeah. And we're just like, you know what, we'll figure it out. It's a two yeah. hour flight. Yeah. If we don't sit next to each other, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So it's... But it's on the flight itself. I felt like it was, I don't know, like a like a bazaar they were just constantly selling things and selling. i guess they I were guess... selling like scratchers scratch tickets <laughs> like lottery tickets those e-cigarettes the e-cigarettes before they were even like a thing now um but i guess that's and remember the boarding it... pass if you didn't print oh, your right. own boarding pass it cost you 20 euros yeah um so they're you know it's 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 a super affordable but there's all these rules and there's all these ways that they get you so yeah uh, something to keep in mind and we only ever flew with them the one I think time it was just that time yeah and I remember it was they use the smaller airports so they don't fly into like you know for example Paris the big airport is I think Charles de Gaulle or something like that uh, we flew into Lille which is like an hour away from Paris yes yeah. so then we took a bus in. so then we took a bus in it was still cheaper um, but I remember us having some kind of issue like if we didn't take off and land by a certain time we would be arriving too late and then the airport closes because it's in like a residential neighborhood. It closes at a certain time. Yeah, I think that was the issue, the noise issue. Yeah, so... Just there's... something to keep in mind with the smaller, yeah. you know... So definitely, if you're in Europe, move around. Um, I've even seen instances where it's it's cheaper to fly than to take the train. 
I've heard a lot of people. I've actually we've actually never taken the train to no. go like cross country uh, or cross continent, I should say. But uh, a lot of people say that it's actually cheaper to fly. So we've used EasyJet a couple times. Yeah. Um, coming back from Rome. Did we use Welling one time? Yeah, which now is no longer Welling. Used to be called Welling. Now I'm not sure who took them over. If it was Spanair, or, uh, I think they were. They were. If they were. If they're, if they're still around, they are a Spanish airline. It was like an economy airline. Right. We use them to go from Barcelona to Lisbon. But there's lots of options. Like if it's something you're interested yeah. in, if you go online, you're going to find tons of different options, especially if you're, you know, if you're somewhat flexible on, you know, date and time. Like at that point we were, it was just more what's, what's the cheapest and that's when we'll make it work. Yeah, exactly. Um, now, one thing, it wasn't, you know, it was a super cheap flight, but Paris was not a cheap city. No. That was one thing. No, definitely. Like, that's the one thing with Europe. There's, there's, we go to Portugal and we stay at my mom's place. It's the best, you know, like I said, it's home away from home. Uh, we're near the beach and all that good stuff. So, uh, and I'd say Portugal is still one of the cheaper countries to go visit. Yeah, it's still affordable um, in terms of accommodations, yeah. in terms of food. Yeah. Spain is still not that bad either. Yeah, Spain's still pretty good. Um, you'll see a lot of tourists from the UK in both Portugal and Spain because it's a really short flight for them. Um, and, of course, there's beautiful beaches and lots of nice scenery and stuff to see there. Uh, but uh, France was super expensive. Like, hotels were really expensive. I remember we paid $300 a night, and we were in what you would call, like, the suburbs of Paris. Yeah. And it was nice, like it was a, a decent yeah. hotel. And I, I did actually like the area where we were in because it was quiet, mm. it was really pretty. But, you know, for being a tourist, it's, you know, we had to, did we take the bus? We would take the subway. We would take the, the subway, the bus. Yeah. Sometimes we would walk as mm -hmm. much as possible. And so, yeah, we stayed a little bit further out to save, but um, it's definitely, even for eating, like Paris is an expensive city. Um, there's no doubt. Like, for example, I remember in, in Barcelona, we've been to Barcelona twice now. Uh, we stayed like right on, there's an area called La Rambla and the Plaza Catalunya, which is kind of their main tourist area. So twice we've gone and we stayed basically right kind of central in that area. Yeah. And we spent about a hundred, hundred euros a night, which is a lot of money, but in the middle of summer is, is really not. Yeah. Compared to, you know, it's, it's peak time and you're right there, like yeah. you're right in the touristy area. Yeah, exactly. Like you're right in the middle of everything. So, so Spain is still, you know, relatively inexpensive. And to be quite honest, I like Barcelona. It's yeah. still one of my favorite places. Me too. Well, that's why we went twice, right? So right. We went once. The first time we went was on our honeymoon. Um, and then I think, I don't think it was the next year. I think it was the following year we went with some family because yeah. they wanted to go and we liked it so much that we said, sure, we'll go back. Yeah. We went so. with my sister and my brother-in-law the exact following year. The first year we drove. Yes. Which, which was kind of cool. Um, but long. But long, yeah. So <laughs> because we, you did all the driving. We drove. We rented a car on our honeymoon. And the original idea was to drive from kind of Lisbon, the Lisbon area, um, and if you look this up in the map, you'll kind of see it. It's a bit of a stretch uh, from Lisbon, Portugal. Um, and if, if some of you don't know, basically there's within most of the United, sorry, not the United Kingdom, the European Union, 
or Europe, they don't really have borders. So you can just cross in from one country to the next without, you know, yeah. being stopped or show a passport or anything like that. Wasn't always that way, but that's how it is now. So we were going to drive from Portugal into Spain, stay in Madrid, then Madrid to Barcelona, stay there for a little while. Then right there, you're pretty much at the border of Spain and France, drive into France, kind of all the way along the Mediterranean coast and go as far as kind of Nice, um, Saint-Tropez, those places there, uh, Cannes and all that. Um, and then Italy, we, we figured it was too far. But that was going to be too, yeah. too far. But we reached Barcelona and we liked it so much that we stayed. We, we asked stayed. them if we could stay yeah. longer. So we, we asked the hotel if they had accommodations for us to stay longer. They said yes, we did. And um, we just decided to, to, to hang out there for a bit longer and yeah. then make the trek home once we were done. Yeah. The cool thing was we driving is crazy. Like driving there wasn't bad, but once we got to the oh, city. Yeah. That it was, was basically just, park your car and just and just walk walk take the yeah. subway especially take the it's, bus. it's different in europe right like the, there was those massive roundabout and if you're not used to all that it would it would be difficult like i do not drive in europe you do all the driving because it's yeah. just for me it's different and usually the cars are um standard not automatic um here's another good tip if you are driving in europe take toll roads yes the locals <laughs> do not like to pay to drive on the toll roads and they've built they've now built in most countries portugal and spain anyways for sure uh they've built these fantastic highways and um there's very few cars on them because the locals find find kind of small take the smaller roads around um and if you're trying to get somewhere quick and yeah you're paying to be on them but it wasn't that bad like i remember we crossed all the way we crossed spain from one side to the other i think for like 20 euros i don't remember but it wasn't yeah it wasn't astronomical yeah like it wasn't bad so it, that's definitely a tip like if you're trying to get to places yes of course if you take the smaller roads more scenic perhaps you're going to see different things but we still stop places and little towns and yeah. stuff so but if you're looking to get somewhere you know quickly then, yeah. yeah, I would say take the toll roads. And honestly, it was unlike anything I've ever seen. It was they they tell you when there's photo radar because you're basically driving through a city. So they'll tell you that you have to slow down to 120 because that's the speed limit is 120 kilometers kilometers. Yeah. Sorry. Um, so you slow down to 120. They tell you when the radar is done, which is weird. Yeah. And which basically is like, OK, speed up. You can speed again. <laughs> so. We'd be going, and we just had like a, a Renault Clio or something, a little small European car, um, which I remember was diesel, and it wasn't bad. It was good. It had air conditioning, which was yes. fantastic. If you're driving through the summer, yeah, you need air conditioning summer. in Spain. Yeah. You need it. It's hot. And um, But I'd be going like 150, 160, and there were cars like flying by me. Yeah. And We were going slow compared yeah. to everybody else. But you do. You go through some like tunnels and stuff. It's really cool. It's a, it's a nice drive. On the way back, the mistake we made is I decided for whatever some stupid reason that I wanted to do the whole trip in one day. So we left Barcelona in the morning, and we basically got home to um, we were staying at my mom's place, um, which is in Sintra, just about a half hour out of Lisbon. That very same night. Yeah. So. So that was like what 15 hours we were on the road. It's more than that. 
it was more than that. I remember by the end it of it. It was pretty much just get in the car and go. And it's like, if I had to go to the bathroom, like, we could stop, but I got to be quick because yeah. we got to get home. <laughs> yeah. We basically barely stopped. And I'm happiest is when you're sleeping because when you're I sleeping, don't have to go to the bathroom. You don't need to stop to pee, which I'm like, how does somebody pee and so I much? And I try not to drink when we do road trips. <laughs> right. It's like you're absorbing water out of the air. I suck it out of the air. Even though it was so freaking dry and hot. <laughs> oh. But yeah, so that was our honeymoon. And then actually what we did is we came back and um, the southern part of Portugal is called the Algarve. It's a province called the Algarve, so it's kind of the southern part is more the Mediterranean area that you're really still on the Atlantic Ocean, but you, you're in that area that opens up to the Atlantic, so the water's warmer, it's more calm, all that good stuff. Um, we went and stayed at a resort there for a few days, which yeah. was really more to just chill out, so it was more of a relaxing vacation, which was cool. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, when we're in Barcelona or anywhere in Europe, like, there's lots to see, right? So you're doing all the touristy stuff, you're walking a lot. So it was nice to have just kind of a, a quiet, chill-out kind of break. Yeah, and we won't get into it, but if anybody, you know, if you're going to any of these places and you want any, any feedback tips. or tips on where to go or what to see or what to avoid, because there's some things that, you know, they hype up and then you go see and you're kind of like, really, that's it? Yeah. Um, definitely just reach out to us we won't get into every every place like you know uh, in barcelona that they've got like you know that that church the la sagrada familia which is they say is the oldest construction the longest running construction project yeah um that is definitely worth it's definitely worth seeing but i don't think i'd pay to go inside having known what i know now yeah the outside it's, is the most spectacular part. The inside is just, uh, it's a big It's a construction It's zone. a European church. And it's a construction site. Yeah. Um, which city did we get, like, the, did we get a city pass one year when we went to London? London, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, London, we got a city yeah. pass. So depending where you're going and what you want to do, sometimes it does make sense to get one of those passes. Like, if you're going to go to two or three places and pay regular price... Sometimes those passes end up making sense. It's not something we do often. It's just when we went to London and England, um, it worked out that, you yeah. know, we'd save money and, and so we did it. Yeah, we looked at what was on the list and it was kind of lined up with some most of the things we wanted to see. So we thought, hey, why not? Let's give it a shot. Um, some places too, you can buy um, tickets in advance online so that you don't have to... Yeah, that's, there's a big tip. So, like, for example, Rome. If you're going to Rome, um, you know, unless you're going with a tour group or something that's taking care of all this for you, we typically don't like to do that. We like to do things kind of on our own. We take public transportation. Um, basically, I like to be somewhere as long as we want to be there and yeah. leave when we want to be on our leave. schedule. We don't want to have to be following anybody around or be on somebody else's schedule. So, um, if you're going to the Colosseum, which I highly recommend, you, you can't yeah. go to Rome and not see the Colosseum, buy tickets online ahead of time because the lineup is ridiculous. Yeah, there's but, always a lot of tour groups too, and yeah. I don't think they're pre-booking, so there's just a lot of people. So if you've got that all in order, especially nowadays with the smartphones, you've got just everything on your phone. Yeah, even just printed. Like I remember I printed them out, and it was there was a lineup, a separate lineup for, for, for people who had already purchased their tickets. There was nobody in that lineup. No. But the lineup for just the regular lineup was like, geez, I can't even imagine how long you'd have to wait. Uh, it was it was curling around the building. Right. So. And the Vatican was the same thing. So yes. the Vatican Museum, anyways, um, 
the Vatican itself is a little different because um, I guess you, you go into St. Peter's Square and you see the Basilica and all that kind of stuff. But if you want to see like the Sistine Chapel, you have to go through the museum and there you can buy tickets online as well. And they've got massive lineups. So another good tip is buy that stuff ahead of time because you don't want to spend your vacation standing yeah, especially when you're when you're you know you're only somewhere for a short period of time you want to make the most of it so one play one thing we did do too um when we were in paris when we went to the museum so we wanted you know you're in paris you want to go see the mona lisa because you're oh, you're the, there the louvre yes sorry the louvre um we went towards the end of the day I think it was maybe an hour, hour and a half before it was closing because we know there's just a couple of things we wanted to check out because it's you would never be able to do it, the whole museum, even if you had a whole day. So we kind of pinpointed these are the couple of things we want to see. We went at the end of the day, so there was no lineup. I don't remember if it was cheaper or not to get in, um, but then we were basically able to just... I think it was a little cheaper. I don't remember. Now, keep in mind, there's people who go there and they'll spend a week in that place because to... it is huge. <coughs> But the Mona Lisa is extremely underwhelming, I guess. I was, you know what? I don't know. In my mind, I was I was so excited, right? And then we get there, and I didn't realize the size of the painting. And at the time, it, it's so it's up on the wall. It's enclosed in glass to protect it, obviously. It had a full-time security guard standing right next to it. And then it's completely roped off. So I don't even know how far back we were. But it's not it's not like I could, you know, go next to it and take a picture with it or anything because you have to be so far away from it. And because you're so far and it's not very big to begin with, I did kind of feel like, oh, wow, that's it. Like I pictured it, you know, yep. like this. I pictured in my head this like massive painting and I just was like, oh, it's just like, you know, the portrait in my living room. Yeah, so much. You know, I was a little bit disappointed that you couldn't get close to it so you could see it. But I understand, right? It's such a valuable piece of art. The, fun, the funny part is the same room the Mona Lisa was in. I don't know if it's still in, but uh, on the opposite side. So everybody walks in and right away everybody looks at the Mona Lisa. It's in the middle of the room. There's guards. It's roped off. You can't even get very close to it. And I think it's behind like bulletproof glass and all this kind of stuff. But everybody's standing there staring at this mm -hmm. little thing. Um, that you can't even get nearer. And then there's this ma absolutely incredible, it's massive like the painting. the whole wall. Yeah, behind you, which I think is called the wedding Is it the wedding? or something like the that? The wedding dinner? The wedding, I don't know. It's it's a religious painting anyways, but it's uh, it is cool. Like, it's so, so big. Like, you'll sit there and stare at it, and you could stare at it for a good half an hour and see something new, like, basically every every everywhere you look because it's that big and there's that much going on and that's something to be seen but everybody's looking it's, the other way it's called the wedding feast that's what it's the called. wedding feast. i just googled yeah so yeah that is the one that you that's know, like wow yeah that's worth the definitely the the wait in line and the and the trip but the mona lisa nah. I guess you can say you saw it. That's about yeah. it. Yeah. No, it was just, I don't know, like, and maybe, maybe I just thought it looked small and maybe people would be like, yeah, that looks right. But I just, I had some, a different image in my head. <laughs> we, <laughs> we learned a funny thing when we, um, something I would recommend to anybody who does go to Paris and we're all over the place here, which is fine. This is, this is what this is for. But, um, we did, um, uh, so Paris basically has like a big river running through it. 
um, kind of all the way around. So you could take these boat cruises. So we're on the boat cruise, and then you can put on these headphones that they tell you some details. So apparently, like way, way, way back, there was some guy who worked at the, the museum, the Louvre, who fell oh, in love right. with the painting. Yes, yes. And he stole it and hid it under his bed. Yeah, so there was a period of time where the Mona Lisa was missing, and it was under this guy's bed. I can't remember now how long, when this was. It was a long time. I think it was like how years. It, years but... that it was under his bed before yeah. they found it. Yeah. And then there's all these conspiracy theories. It's not even the real painting that you're looking at. And who knows what's true, but yeah, it definitely attracts people there. Yes, yes. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, the grounds outside, like where the Louvre, the Louvre is, that's that's definitely something to be seen. That yeah. was really cool. There's a, there was, I don't remember now the name of, like, there was that park. Um, we sat and had lunch a few days. And especially in Paris, like, there's, um, you know, you, there's lots of cafes and pastry shops. So it's really nice. If you go a time in the year where you can be outside, where it's comfortable to sit outside, you know, you grab lunch or a sandwich, a snack, and it's nice to just sit and kind of people watch and, yep. and do that kind of thing. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of people just kind of hanging out and laying around taking it easy it's that kind of city there's bridges everywhere there's souvenirs souvenirs everywhere there's people asking you for money everywhere so there's a lot of that too um you know we've never had a problem kind of knock on wood i guess but people do say in europe you do need to be careful especially for pickpockets and stuff we have had experiences where we've seen uh like people say that they just got pickpocketed or or accuse somebody of trying to, to steal something from them. It's never happened to us, but uh, it, you know, I even had a cop, I remember in Barcelona, I had a backpack on and uh, he approached me and said that I should be wearing it on the front. And um, I thought that was weird, but yeah. basically explained that, you know, if I wore it on the front, it'd be less likely that somebody would get into it, so. Something to just keep in mind, yeah. you know, when you're traveling anywhere, be smart. To, to be smart about it, be safe, because you don't, last thing on your vacation is you want to be dealing with something like that, right? Don't be the guy who goes to buy a drink, or the woman, you <laughs> Don't know, be the person. Don't be the person who goes to buy a drink and pulls out all the money you've taken on vacation, so now you're rifling through this foreign currency that you're unfamiliar with, which translates to hundreds of dollars, and somebody's sitting there staring and being like, you know, just counting how much money they, they could potentially steal from you. Like, don't be that guy or that woman. Yeah, because we've seen it. We've seen it, yeah. We yeah. see it all the time, right? So what I like to typically do is I'll put $20, $30, $40 in my right pocket, and that's kind of my, you know, buy a drink, uh, quick meal, ice cream money, and I pull that out, and that's what I used to pay. And then from there, we kind of split the money around, put the kind of bigger denominations in places where, you know, not so easily accessed, stuff like that, yeah. where you're not going to lose it because it just makes sense and blend in as much as you can. Yeah. Right. As much as you want to have your camera, you know, maybe don't wear it around your neck and, you know, just don't look like a tourist because that's who people are going to go after. Right. If you look like you, you, you're a local, you know, that's not who they want to target. So. Right. So, yeah, that's something that we've, you know, we've been fortunate we haven't had any issues, but we've been warned. I even remember we had a cab ride in in Madrid. Right. Where 
it was like we had just gone to Madrid, and then this guy is like basically pointing out, you know, where the police station is. Yeah. In case and of an emergency. In case of an emergency. <laughs> you know, it's not 911. It's like. I think it's 112. 112 or something. And uh, it was kind of scaring me a little bit. Yeah. Like, like, why geez. are you telling me all these bad things? Right. But apparently it happens. So. And, you know, things like your passport and stuff, you definitely don't want to lose when you're when you're in these places. But otherwise, you know, I, I don't really have I've never felt unsafe. No, I don't think there's anywhere I've ever felt like in Europe. Unsafe. I've yeah. never felt unsafe. Yeah. So. And, you know, you want to stick to well-known places, you know, with other people. Don't go down any dark alleys, you know, because I'm saying that. But in Europe, there literally is, you know, little alleys and little. Yeah. So you don't want to. And you probably definitely do different at night than you do during the day, right? Yeah. So yeah. It's like that everywhere. But, but yeah, I'd still definitely recommend, you know, Portugal, Spain, um, Paris. We've been there, liked it. London, liked it. Rome, worth definitely worth the trip. Um, we're, we've got more on our list that we want to see. Yeah, I definitely, um, I want to go to Venice. We've talked about Venice a few yeah. times. I want to see that. Um, there's lots of places we want to go. I'd love to go to Australia, but it's a long flight. It's just really far. So yeah. One day, one day we'll get to it. And then of course, you know, for us, it's fairly easy down south, you know, three hours from here. We live in Toronto, so it's about three hours to like the Bahamas, three hours to, uh, Florida, three hours to Cuba, three and a half hours to Mexico, four hours to the Dominican, so it's you know all pretty close we've been to the dominican uh both puerto plata and punta cana um like we went to la romana la romana as well yeah which is near punta cana i believe yeah uh we like both we just haven't been back because the beaches and stuff were incredible but um yeah you got sick yeah the the trying to remember how long ago that was that was pretty bad i remember that was yeah we were in the dominican in about i think three days in or so we were there for a week three days in or so it was something i ate it had to be something i ate and i was just sick and you know not just sick like i you know can just stay in my room like sick that i had to go find a doctor (laughs) and you know we're not even really sure what it was but i was just at the point i just wanted to come home i was so uncomfortable I couldn't anytime I would eat anything it would just I would throw up and now you're in a foreign country like when you're sick you just want to be at home in your own bed but now you're in a foreign country and it's hard to you know deal with it and it's just the two of us um you know language barrier even as much as we can communicate you know because of our Portuguese background it's still a challenge um and I just wanted to come home so we actually end up coming home early we were lucky well lucky there was a doctor on the resort who agreed to write a note because the stipulation with the travel insurance was we needed to have a doctor who said that that we that the patient would be better off going home. So I kind of convinced him uh, to write that in a note. And so with that note, I was able to get us a flight out kind of, I think, four days the next day after or something or two yeah. days after. It was expensive. I remember that. The flight back was expensive, but we got reimbursed for it so that worked out so travel insurance for sure yes travel insurance travel insurance it's important um one thing we discovered in the last couple of years so before we would just buy travel insurance for the trip um but now what we actually do is it makes more sense for us um to buy an annual travel insurance policy um because it works out to be about the same price as one trip as one trip 
and now you're covered for you know one year um, i think so it covers like it's a, it's, a, it's a high number of like trips like eight trips a year a maximum of three months each or something um you know there's other stipulations like you have to be in good health and stuff before like they're not going to cover you for a heart attack if you just had a heart attack a month before you go away or something like that um but that's you know no insurance company yeah and i think any of them are going to be but in general to have like a lot of people have it through work and we and we do we too. do we have it through work but we still buy that annual policy just because we've had situations where we've right. used it and so you know to be yeah. honest, we pay about two. I think it's two hundred and forty Canadian dollars for the year. Yeah, it's a good. Which is. It's money well spent. It's yeah, we've used it. Um, too one time when I, I was in the U.S. and I had that dental problem, I had to, I was in so much pain, but it was Fourth of July weekend, so I couldn't find a dentist anywhere. So um, we ended up going to uh, a hospital, and that was a four thousand dollar bill at the end of the day, but um, since I had the insurance, they covered it. So definitely, you know, if you're if you're looking at traveling, um, you just never know what could happen, right? Yeah. Like, you know, you hope that nothing does, but if something and it adds to the cost. Like, let's be, let's be honest, when you're spending a bunch of money to go somewhere, last thing you want to do is be spending more more money, right? On something like insurance, but it definitely is worth. We've it. had the experience where it has been yeah. worth it twice. So yeah, so yeah, that's a definite tip from my our perspective, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, so anyways, this is getting long and, you know, longer than we expected. No one's joined us on the live stream no. as we expected. Yeah, so, still anyways, just us two. Maybe someday. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, just so you know, we, we, uh, we do travel quite a bit. Um, we've only ever done one cruise, funnily enough, because we didn't really like it. It's not I really liked... our thing. What I didn't like about the cruise, like the ship was beautiful. I didn't, I didn't personally feel like I was on a ship. Like I was worried about feeling yeah, seasick that didn't and that stuff. Either. The no. food was really good. That was good. You know, there was a lot of amenities on the ship. Um, what I didn't like is that, you know, you're, you're docking somewhere for the day and you have a certain amount of time there and then you've got to get back on the ship like right. you're, or the ship's going to leave without you. So, you know, we were in beautiful places that we were really enjoying, but we're like, we have to leave now. So we just didn't like being on a schedule where we couldn't decide, oh, you know what, we like it here. We're going to stay here. Exactly. So it's not that we didn't like but the hey, cruise. But hey, there's people I bet who their, you know, their goal might be, I want to see as many places as possible yeah. in a short period of time. It was a good way because we saw yeah. in that week we went to four different places. So it's, it's good for that if yeah. you want to knock off a few places off your list. Um, last yeah. last year we around this time we went to uh, Tulum, Mexico, so it's just south of Cancun. Um, well, there's Cancun, Mayan Riviera, and now Tulum is kind of the one that seems to be popping with all these new resorts, and it's kind of uh, still somewhat unspoiled, but um, nice places there. So it's about an hour's drive from the Cancun airport, so that's the only downside. It's a little further, yeah. The one thing we yeah. would recommend there, a tip if you can afford it, um, private transportation. So there's various companies that provide private transportation from the airport to the resort. Um, of course, you could always just take the bus that's included with your with your ticket for the most part if you buy an all-inclusive trip. Um, but what we thought was, you know, the amount of time, it's already a long distance. The bus is going to stop a bunch of times to drop people off along the way, different resorts. So we got... We rented like, it's like a minivan, really. Uh, it's air conditioned, they give you some water. 
and they're there waiting for you when you get there, you know, with a little clipboard with your name on it. And um, they take you directly to your hotel. Then they pick you up the day of to come back, and they take you directly back to the airport. So basically, you're beating the rush both ways, which is yeah. kind of cool. We got, you know, um, at arrival, we beat everyone, like the, the tour bus yeah. or whatever. Um, we beat everyone to the resort. We were already checked in in our room. Yeah. Have, and then having lunch by the time everyone else was arriving. So yeah, if it's something you can do, we um, because it was like we, we would do it again. In all honesty, you know, it, it was a bit depending. I guess depending on how you look at it, right? It it was over 100 kilometers each way. Yeah. Um, but it was 129 dollars. So 129 dollars it gave us those perks. So if it's something you can afford, I think it's a big it's a big uh, tip. Something to consider for sure. Yeah. So. And on the way, like going back. We you won't know. we won't do it now. Cause yeah, this time we won't do it. We're close by. It's not too far from the um the resort's not too far from the airport, and yeah. it's late at night, so yeah, thinking better to stick with the crowd off, off the bus and the tour the tour tour guide or whatever you want to call right. it. Um, but yeah, for the longer distance kind of stuff, if it's something that you can afford and you want to do, we we enjoyed it. We yeah. thought it was um worthwhile spending that money. Yeah, for sure. Um. You know, I guess the last thing maybe we'll leave people with is the country we probably know the best other than, actually, I'd say we probably even know better than Canada because Canada's huge and we have seen different parts of Canada, but um, definitely not as much as, you know, as we probably should have. Um, we've been to Vancouver on the West Coast. Uh, I personally have been to Moncton, but for work, so that doesn't really count, uh, which is on the East Coast. And Montreal and places like that. It's yeah. not that far from us. So Montreal, Ottawa, there. they're within driving um, distance. But Portugal is probably the place we know the best. And that's just because we go there every year. We try to see different things. We've gotten to the point now where we really we just do the same stuff over and over. Because we, we have our favorite places yeah. and things we like to do while we're there. There's our favorite like bakeries, our favorite cafes, our favorite restaurants. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My favorite spot on the beach. So if anybody out there... Um, is looking to go to Portugal and is looking for tips, um, you know, things like kind of off the beaten path, avoiding tourist traps, uh, wants tips on places to eat or anything like that, definitely hit us up because we, we've we definitely got some good uh, some good tips there. Uh, we won't get into them, but um, just keep that in mind. Uh, we'd love to help if, it's, uh, if someone's considering it. Um, Spain as well, we can give you some recommendations. We've seen, you know, quite a bit, probably, not as much yet as we want, we'd like to. There's a few places we still want to go in Spain, but we've been to a few places in Spain. Um, just keep in mind that between like noon and three, everything's closed. Everybody's on their siesta, siesta, especially in the summer. Well, and, in the summer. And I understand why they do it now. Well, because it's so hot. <laughs> you can't do anything. It's so hot. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's pretty much it. Yeah, I think um, that's it. For... I think, oh, wow. And that's We talked minutes. a lot more than we thought we would. <laughs> That's 46 minutes. Wow, that's right. a long time. So, so we'll, yeah, wrap, we'll it wrap it up. For sure we'll wrap it up. Yeah. Um, yeah, so if you've got questions. I think the moral of it, of the story is, uh, and it kind of ties back to yesterday's discussion, right? It's that whole stuff. Versus experiences. Versus experiences. You know, definitely experiences. Definitely travel. See new things. Make time. Save the money for it. We know it's difficult. Uh, we do our best, you know, all you can do is do your best, but uh, definitely make time for it. And um, that's kind of where we're coming from. So if there's anything we could do to help, 
again, remember you can reach us at, on Twitter at, at uh, Dinks Podcast. So that's D-I-N-K-S Podcast. And also on Instagram at Dinks Podcast. So that's D-I-N-K-S Podcast as well. Um, so yeah, follow us there and leave us a comment, a message, give us some ideas. We need some ideas. Tell us whether or not we're doing a good job because, um, you know, if somebody doesn't listen soon, I'm just going to stop. <laughs> well, I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> Although I got to say, I do like doing this even if it's Yeah, today us. I had fun. Today, it, like, I felt, I didn't realize we had been talking for 45 minutes, so. Yeah, and you're kind of, we're reminiscing about stuff that we've done and been through. And, like, yeah. you know, when you brought up Niagara Falls, like, wow. It, I know, yeah. you didn't even remember. So, totally interesting. Yeah. So, anyways, wrapping up. Thanks, everyone. If you took the time to listen to this, as always, thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you. Um, and uh, We'll talk to you next time. We'll talk to you next time. Take care. Bye. Bye.